1: to the Heat Check. The Heat Check with Trista Crick, The best podcast covering all the drama around the association.
0: Next up, it's uh we got to talk about some players that are on the come up. We got to talk about some players that you need to know who are rising. Rising stars. Not real stars, but better than role players, right? Young players who are going to become much better in the near future kind of guys that you hear them right now and they're a random name you don't really know who they are but if you listen to this podcast you're like okay i can talk to my friends about him at the water cooler it's like that shack like oh snap i wasn't aware of your game you know what i'm saying let's start in portland you know we gotta start in portland right shade sharp shay shay i asked blazers beat writer danny morang about whether he was taking the next step and he was like oh yes i know that he may be young he may be raw he's certainly not a player that you could have control a team that's completely young, but you put him with real adults, and Shaden is going to show out. It excites me. He has this very interesting combination, right? Because he's kind of like Devin Booker, kind of like Aunt Edwards, definitely a lot like Tracy McGrady. He's got so much game in him where you know he wants to be Kobe Bryant. He's 6'5 with a seven feet wingspan. That is insane. For context, Tracy McGrady, 7'2 wingspan, but he was three inches taller at 6'8". Proportionally, Shaden is way longer than Tracy McGrady. He's all arms. The way he moves on the floor, not only is he a pure scorer, because he is, he's an absolute bucket. He can rebound the hell out of the basketball. He can pass. He can get deflections because, again, he's so long. And the way he moves... It's like water. It really is. He doesn't have a big chip on his shoulder like a Ben Matherin or a Booker. He's going to bam on you, and then he's going to be like, I'm really sorry I had to do that. You know what I mean? Like, he's just a good kid. Love Shaden Sharp. One of my favorite players in the league. Averaging right now 26-3 and with a steal and a block per game. That's insane for 20 years old. We didn't even know what we were going to get when we drafted him. We were like, we haven't even seen this player play at the college level. It has been Probably 18 months when we've seen him play competitive basketball. It was a risk at seven. And boy, oh boy, he's shooting 86% from the free throw line after shooting 70% last year. He is a punisher. When he played against Detroit last night, I guess two nights ago, he was just hitting clutch bucket after clutch bucket, and they couldn't foul him. It's not like other guards. It's not a Ben Simmons situation. He is 100% on the come up. The next rising star I want to focus on, Devin Vassell. Who? Who? Do you watch the Spurs? Gotta watch Devin Vassell. You might know him for this incredible fourth quarter that he had against the Suns. He had uh, I think 18 points in that game. They came back from 20 back to win. He had 18, 6, and 5. Three steals and was just a defensive stopper in the fourth quarter. Him and Keldon Johnson, another guy who's on the come up as well. Keldon Johnson was the one who snatched the ball from Kevin Durant and then just bammed on him with 1.6 seconds left to go. Anyway, back to Vassell. He's averaging 24-3 and 3 so far this season. He's got everybody excited. He's very fun. The Spurs team is the youngest team in the NBA. They all love Victor Wembanyama. We like that Sohan character because he's kind of like Dennis Rodman. But Devin Vassell, Devin Vassell might be the connective tissue on this team. 6'5". Positive wingspan, can get deflections, can shoot a little bit. Not a bad three point shooter. Very good in the mid range. His two way comp is is Mikel Bridges, which is very good. Athletic, three and D guy, great in the mid range. Can hit a three, three to three percent from distance. Critical. I mean, keeps you honest, keeps you honest. And I think that his length is the most effective part of his game, considering that he has a 6'10 wingspan. And his job is really going to be guarding the other team's best players, averaging 1.5 steals per game. He's a really good rebounder. Like, just familiarize yourself with Devin Vassell's game. We move on to another guy you probably don't know. And you probably, if you haven't watched a lot of NBA for the first five games of the season, three games of the season, whatever it is, his name is Jalen Johnson. And it sounds like a creative player name, but he's a real guy. And 6'9", plays for the Atlanta Hawks. You're wondering, oh, Trista, Why were the Hawks so eager to get rid of John Collins? Jalen Johnson, that is why. He's getting almost as many rebounds as the center, Clint Capella, but he can hit a three, so he can keep you honest. His rebounding ability, awesome. The dude is 6'9", and he moves like a shooting guard, and he can stretch the floor. Very effective scorer, one of the best in the league, 62% from the field right now. Not a high-volume shooter, but again, keeps you honest. Very good defender. You can see him as maybe like, A wish version of Michael Porter Jr. But with better defense. All that, I don't mean to sound like I'm slandering him, I'm not. Very high level role player. In my opinion, could be like a quieter version of Jaden McDaniels without punching the wall and breaking his hand and shit like that. Very much of a nightmare matchup. And he might be one of the main reasons that the Hawks have a little bit of hope. Have a little bit of hope for the future. Let me tell you who's doing sneakers the best in the game right now. That's New Balance. The two-way V4 featuring this groundbreaking use of technology with Fresh Foam. It's called Fuel Cell, creating this combination that we love of rebound and cushioning. Fresh Foam offers unparalleled cushioning for maximum comfort your entire game from start to finish. The upper construction features this lightweight textile that reduces weight, which we all need, I know I do, while remaining supportive and breathable. Hard to find that combo. The two-way V4 gives you the tools that you need to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way V4 at newbalance.com. Let's move forward, Uh, it's the mailbag. Mailbag time! Just in time for one question. I don't have a lot of time. We got a 35 minute interview with Rich Hoffman. Let's not bore you. Uh, This question is from Marco. In Elmhurst, is that a real place? Elmhurst, Illinois. He is a sad Bulls fan, as most Chicago fans probably are these days. Mark posted this to me on IG. If you're the Philadelphia 76ers, would you rather trade for Zach Levine or wait for OG Ananobi in free agency? Oh, oh, wow. Uh, very timely question. Rich Hoffman is going to have a lot to say on the topic of who the Sixers should go after in a couple of minutes, so hold on. Uh, We're going home for that, but I want to address this question as well. Turns out there are rumors that Sixers are interested in either Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, and Daryl Morey, of course, has his eye on OG Ananobi or Pascal Siakam in the offseason. So let's weigh the pros and cons, right? So you you have the assets to do a deal with Chicago. Levine's a bucket. He averaged 25 a game last year. He just put up 51. But the problem is, he put up 51 with no assists, zero assists. The Nick Nurse system, you got to keep the ball moving and flowing. He's going to open up spacing probably for Embiid and Maxi, but you need a guy that can get your buckets down the stretch. You need a guy that can get you buckets in the postseason. And since to Tobias is on an expiring, probably going to be part of this deal, I don't know that that would deplete the bench too much. But like, how much better? Oh, man. How much better is he really than Tobias Harris? There are some cons as well. The guy is a microwave, right? He had 43 last year as his high and a low of four. And it was a full game against Orlando when he had four. So let's not act like Zach Levine is in a roller coaster. Some games he's good for 35. Some games you get him 16 or 17. When you bet on player props, you do not want to bet on Zach Levine. Mostly, though, there's question marks about his health. Zach Levine had back surgery, back issues, knee issues his entire career. Last year he played 77 games, but he's missed a quarter or more of the season in five to six years. So the man is not exactly the picture of good health. So my take, I guess, you need to make a move, but I'm not sure Levine's the guy. But I also don't think OG Ananobi's the guy either. If I had to choose one, I would choose OG Ananobi. I like OG Ananobi a lot, but I think, I think you should go out and get DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan, one of the most clutch players in the league. He led the league in fourth quarter scoring two years ago. And Embiid may not want to wait anymore for a young guy to develop. I would for sure trade for DeMar DeRozan and wait for OG Ananobi, and then you got yourself a fucking cooking-ass roster.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.